0: okay people tomorrow morning 10 a.m santa's coming to town Santa! oh my god would you please tell him that instead of presents this year i just want my family back rudolph with your nose so bright won't you guide my sleigh tonight it must be magic
1: must find some way to keep Christmas from
0: coming. Nobody's walking out on this fun old-fashioned family Christmas. Isn't there anyone who knows what Christmas is all about? True, Charlie Brown. I can tell you what Christmas is all about. Seeing isn't believing. Believing is seeing. best way to spread Christmas cheer is singing loud for all to hear.
2: welcome back to another episode of tis the podcast the podcast that's determined to keep the christmas spirit alive 365 days per year i am anthony
1: and i'm julia
2: and we're down to cynical elf tonight no, i'm joking <laughs> we miss you tom
1: <laughs> he is familying it up in houston it's not even a word
2: he is that's okay <laughs> it is okay How was your Thanksgiving, Julia?
1: It was great. We had lots of fun goodies and Ethan seems really engaged this year. I think it's probably because he senses, I mean, it's like the last Thanksgiving. If he does go to school, you know, it's the last non-college Thanksgiving,
0: Mm -hmm. right?
1: And if he decides to do marching band, like we might not even see him around Thanksgiving because sometimes that bleeds into bowl season.
2: So it's fun. And if he meets a girl from like, if he, you know, if he starts dating somebody from away, he may go spend holidays with her, you know.
1: Right. And won't that be stressful for
2: him? Co- college is a whole different world. So I get <laughs> being a little more introspective.
1: Yeah. So he's been like fully committing to the experience, which has been fun. Um, but yeah, it's great. We had really had really good weather here.
2: That's um, always good.
1: We got family pictures taken on Saturday, which everybody hates but me
2: i always i always look forward to the colburn family picture i have them i have them all on my fridge all the ones you've sent oh i love that you're Um, like the only people on the fridge
1: are we really yeah (laughs) yeah oh my goodness that makes me feel special yep all right you should Made it to the caruso fridge
2: the caruso fridge yep
1: so I'm I'm particularly excited this year because Gabe has grown so much. And like if you if you have them all lined up, like you're gonna notice that Gabe grew a lot in a year.
2: I wish you guys would do the same, like pose every year, the same positions oh, and everything, yeah. so you can make it a footbook and just see him growing, yeah. like in height.
1: Oh, see, hindsight's fifty fifty, right? Is that what he says?
2: And it's twenty twenty. Yucky Vera's sides
1: 5050. But yeah, so it was good. It was it was a really good holiday. How was yours?
2: It was good. We just went to my parents' house. My sister mm-hmm. and her husband were in town, which is nice. Nice. Yep. And then Black Friday just went to the gym at 8 15 a.m. on Black Friday. Ooh, that's
1: dedication. This is probably empty, right? Like, who else is going to be at the gym on Black Friday?
2: Well, it's actually really crowded. A lot, a lot of people, people. <laughs> working out, working off the. Uh,
1: oh, that's true. Thanksgiving like a turkey now.
2: Bird. Well, like today, well, Wednesday, the day before Thanksgiving, it was super right. crowded. Oh,
1: everybody prepping. Our gym's typically closed on Thanksgiving Day.
2: Well, this, so I get the semi personal training. So it's like a private gym. So they are closed on holidays. I don't know about like the chains, like Planet Fitness or anything, but yeah. But yeah, my trainer said like the week of holidays, like Thanksgiving and Christmas are always the busiest because people want to get it in beforehand and like burn it right after.
1: (laughs) How funny. I have no plans to do either. (laughs) I probably should.
2: (laughs) Yeah, it was nice. And now it's behind us and we're full on in. The thick of the Christmas season, and it's stressful because yeah. I haven't finished shopping or anything.
1: I haven't either. I haven't, and like Black Friday didn't help me out a lot, honestly, because I'm me still bugging either. the kids for lists.
2: I'm still bugging Sarah.
1: Yeah, like these people need to get it together.
2: For real. <laughs> <laughs> it people, is exciting, people. People ask me what I want. I have a list ready to go. Right all year, all <laughs> at all <year> times.
1: <laughs> so gabe is too he's always building that list
2: mm-hmm.
1: um, there is something very official feeling though about the christmas season when you watch the thanksgiving day parade so
2: that's Santa always arrives at the end of it
1: exactly it's always a fun little mile marker because i always yeah. watch it while i'm cooking and so
2: as you should I love it's that. a staple an american staple indeed I did a lot of Thanksgiving watches this year, which made me laugh because we're always complaining on oh, the show, what are we going to do for Thanksgiving? There's nothing. And I'm not going to run through my whole list here, but let's say lots of TV shows have more Thanksgiving episodes than I thought. I watched uh, Succession, Superstore, Everybody Loves Raymond, Seinfeld, the famous WKRP in Cincinnati episode, The Goldbergs, Freaking oh, yeah. Goldbergs. Morty. <laughs> veep master of none friends obviously brooklyn Nine, and modern family
1: oh so see we have, I look at us into all that content
2: we have plenty of content and of course i watch the national turkey pardon which always makes me laugh every year when they do that
1: turkeys really are hideous creatures
2: well especially the ones they pardon because like you re- <laughs> they're the ones they fat that for consumption oh my gosh yeah so well i was reading all about that like the ones they part in are actually for consumption so like chances are within a year or two they'll actually collapse from their own weight in wherever they go to retire they're, of.
1: they're not even living their best life in that pardon no. that's sad
2: no but let me tell you i am i love all the presidential dad jokes whenever they do that <laughs> out of all the pomp and circumstance crap the president has to do that must be the oddest tradition it has to be I don't know the origins of that. Technically, if you go all the way back, it was Abe Lincoln who did the first turkey pardon because his young son, Tad, begged to save the life of the bird destined to become Christmas Christmas dinner. Oh. So.
1: Okay. Still noble.
2: But Truman was, I was in the first modern president. Like, I'm all for the funny stuff, but <laughs> you put them up in like a five-star hotel for like the night before
1: oh you imagine staying in that room afterwards
2: they put it's a it's the big presidential suite in the five-star hotel they put wood chips down in, Are all you over serious yeah you didn't know this yeah
1: no you know, i didn't know this
2: yeah and then they walk the red carpet in the white house they get a tour of the white house itself before going outside to be parted.
1: what does he care what the white house looks like
2: they it's always a pair now this year was liberty and bell why is it a pair? I don't know, but usually are they like usually, a mated pair? I don't know, but every I think technically because every year on the White House website you vote which turkey gets a pardon, and then the turkey the president just ends up pardoning both of them anyway.
1: What it devalues the voting process entirely.
2: Well, do you want to see him cut off the head of a turkey on live TV after pardoning <laughs> the other one? I don't. I don't want to <laughs> see any of it. Uh, but oh, but listeners. So funny. Listeners, there are fantastic compilations on YouTube of all the presidents doing this stuff. And one of my <laughs> personal favorites when George W. Bush goes to pardon the turkey and it bites him. So oh. look go look go look that up. <laughs> oh, brother but speaking of thanksgiving i saw thanksgiving the eli roth horror movie i don't think we talked about this on camera we
1: didn't talk
2: about that how was it it was awesome it's such like total 90s camp like campier than scream for sure but more more serious than i know what you did last summer it's somewhere between those two but it's that 90 it's that 90s vibe it was good it'll go into my annual rotation for sure it was fun nice Nice. Was that McDreamy
1: in it? How did he do?
2: He was great. Awesome. We'll cover on the show next year for Thanksgiving because it's a movie called Thanksgiving. We have our Thanksgiving episode next year.
1: (laughs) Seems appropriate.
2: Very. It was. It was funny. It was a good like crowd pleaser. It was a good crowd in the theater. Like it was very
1: good.
2: Mm -hmm. Okay. And I saw the the holdovers
1: yeah with Paul how is Giamatti.
2: That? that blew me away that is one of the best films of the year and it was totally oh my under gosh. my radar before i saw it and now i can't wait to watch it again i already have it on the list for next year verse to cover since it's a christmas movie
1: oh i love it oh i'm so excited that one i'm so excited about
2: yeah it's good although the ter- i'd never heard the term holdover before i haven't either what, what does their- it mean that's what they refer to the kids at boarding school left behind by their parents they, over the holidays
1: that don't have anywhere to go holdovers
2: oh, well i well in this movie they all did it's just their parents are rich people who don't want to spend time with their kids
0: oh gosh
2: so harry potter is a holdover every time he stays he is a Christmas. holdover <laughs> gosh
1: yeah i'm excited the,
2: about this one and then tonight i saw napoleon with joaquin phoenix how was that it was awesome. It was like was it? Wa- Joaquin. I'll watch Joaquin and everything. He's one of those actors I would. He like even if the movie's so so, he always turns in like a great performance. Absolutely. And I like this dude, like I mean, again, I'll watch him watch paint dry. But this was a really good movie. I mean, it was Ridley Scott. So
1: I was about to say it's a Ridley Scott production, right?
2: It's like just over two and a half hours long, but you could tell because he's talked about how he has like a director's cut that's like four hours. Oh, gosh. And you get you could tell where some scenes may have been cut down, but it didn't feel two and a half hours. It was really good.
1: Okay. Now, will that hit award show season this year or next year?
2: This year. This year. So it's going to be a stacked year with Oppenheimer and killers of the flower moon barbie. and napoleon barbie i do think mm-hmm. paul giamatti will get an nod for the holdovers so i really do is that good yeah um so yeah it's gonna be a stacked season oh and i saw the okay. new hunger, hunger games movie
1: yeah how was that
2: better than the original trilogy like have you read the books um i have read the books including the prequel the song i have not read the prequel it's the best of the four and the movie was the best of the four too and rachel zelger is like a star so
1: really okay yeah man i mean if i ever make it back to the movie theater i know i've got some, st- some stuff to see
2: well, well let me tell you the best perk about not having kids is the time i have and uh <laughs> but honestly the fact that they do this whole 25 bucks for like 12 tickets a month like i don't yeah. know they must make all the money on concessions, I don't know. but Yeah, I suspect. Like, it's truly a steal, given that, like, one ticket nowadays is, like, 19 bucks, just about.
1: Boy, it is so expensive.
2: Like, so even if you're somebody out there who sees only, like, two movies per month, it pays for itself. You like that.
1: hmm Yeah, I would take advantage of that if I had the time to do it. Yeah, that's good. I just live vicariously through you now
2: well there you go <laughs> um i do want to say though one thing i am not thank was not thankful for this year and i'm gonna mention it now even though we're past spooky season but scream seven has been in turmoil oh. and i mentioned i'm mentioning it because our scream episodes always do really well like high downloads because it's a popular mm-hmm. franchise so when they re-requilled scream with scream five nev campbell and courtney cox and david r came back as kind of like passed the torch Mm -hmm. For the new stars, and then Death Campbell had a pay dispute for six. They were under they wanted to underpay her, and she said, Well, as a face of the franchise all this time, I think I deserve more. So she Mm -hmm. wasn't in six, and six still worked out well because they were these new stars, Melissa Barrera and Jenna Ortega, Mm -hmm. and they were great and they were gonna come back for seven. But so Melissa Barrera got fired for pro-palestinian comments in social media the studio claims they're anti-semitic but the comments that are in public domain are not they're just pro-like life pro-palestinian life yeah and uh people are furious about that and then a day later was announced jenna ortega got released from her contract as well now they say it's for scheduling conflicts with the Wednesday season two, and that this has been in the work for months. But people are suspicious of it being announced like twelve hours later. Like,
1: I mean, it's suspicious timing for sure.
2: Yeah. So now Scream Seven is like the director is heartbroken. He posted some stuff in social media and then deleted it. And then now the script is being reworked, and apparently they want to get Nev Campbell and Patrick Dempsey back. So we'll see. Gosh. I don't know. I'm not happy
1: yeah i'm not happy i mean there's still time to maybe write the ship i hope so i hope so
2: too i mean i'll say this right scream six which we haven't covered yet on the show but we will eventually Mm -hmm. scream Mm -hmm. six if that's the end for them it's an okay end Mm -hmm. but they were clearly it hurts knowing they were going to do another movie yeah they had a story for them and I it's just abandoned oh. but I don't know anyway that's 15 minutes of new movie news with Anthony Caruso <laughs> pop culture happy hour with Anthony Caruso
1: that's it that's it
2: <laughs> but on a much brighter note tonight we are covering the brand new Apple TV holiday special Hannah Waddingham home for the holidays. there's really no synopsis for it. it's just a variety show featuring Hannah Waddingham singing Christmas carols with some jokes and skits sprinkled in between
1: Mm -hmm. and fabulous costume changes,
2: fabulous costume changes and set designs and cameos Mm. from other actors. I'm not going to do histories because it just released (laughs) today, Uh, but did you have any anticipation whatsoever for this special?
1: Um, I mean, I didn't know about it for very long. I know you put it on the schedule and I started to see lead-ins for it, like just recently, like in the last week or so. I don't know if that's the Apple TV nature of it or what, but, um, so I didn't know about it long enough to anticipate it, but I know that what I saw as the lead-ins on TV looked as rich as it was. Um, this is a rich Christmas experience Mm
2: -hmm. and
1: I, it really makes me want to go to London. Like real bad, especially at Christmas time.
2: For sure.
1: Yeah. What about you? Have you been waiting for this one to come out for quite some time?
2: Yes. I was a big Teleso fan and Hannah Waddingham. That's where I primarily know her from Mm -hmm. that and her little cameo in Hocus Pocus Two as the witch's mother. Mm Mm-hmm but uh, she's very talented and uh yeah I was very excited for it especially when I started seeing the previews for it yeah so did you know much about Hannah Waddingham before the special
1: nothing so the only thing I've ever seen her in is the Christmas episodes of Ted Lasso that I've seen which I haven't seen any other Ted Lasso but the Christmas episodes um and then hocus pocus right brief cameo and hocus pocus i don't really know anything about her other than everything i've seen her and i like a lot i did mm-hmm. not know she could sing like this so i think in the christmas episode of ted lasso she sings but i even think when we were recording that episode i asked mm-hmm. like is that actually her singing or <laughs> they dubbed that over and you had said it was her singing so like but i didn't really know like the scope of how like the kind of chops she's got just right. bonker town.
2: Yeah. So she got her start in musical theater. She was in Spam a lot. She played Lady the Lady of the Lake. She was in Into the Woods. She played The Witch, which any theater kid knows that's a really hard mm-hmm. part. Um in The Wizard mm-hmm. of Oz, she played Miss Gulch slash the wicked witch of the West. She was in Kiss Me Kate. And then um obviously TV-wise, in America, she's best known for Ted Lasso, but she's had some bit roles in English TV. She did have a starring role in Benny Dorm back in 2014. She was in seven episodes of season six. Uh she had a little arc in Game of Thrones. She was Septa Unella, the shame nun. Impossible to tell, it's for her. <laughs> yeah. She had a recurring role on sex education on Netflix. Fantastic show. <laughs> um, she was in one episode of the Willow TV show. And yeah, um, she hasn't done a lot of movies. Again, she had a she was one of the factory workers in Lee Misérables, Rob, the Hugh Jackman version. Yeah, nice. Hocus Pocus 2. Uh, next year she has a few movies coming out. She's gonna be in the Fall Guy with um who is that ryan gosling i think
1: okay
2: is that, oh, ryan is that the gosling one that's uh a... and emily blum <laughs> where he's a stump man who gets uh pulled into like real, real action yeah assignment yeah got it <laughs> and she's doing a voice in the garfield movie next year but it doesn't say who she's voicing
1: okay
2: and then in 2025 she is going to be in the eighth mission impossible movie so oh my gosh She's 49 years old, which I guess in terms of show business is older, but she has come. She's really blossomed over the past few years into a big star. For sure. So like I said, this special features a lot of cameos from actor, pretty well-known actors. Mm -hmm. Um, But I won't spoil those at the beginning. We'll walk through and uh, (laughs) see who pops up. Nice. So let's dive right into it. So I did take notes. So we had things to talk about besides just the songs. Right off the bat, we get a beautiful establishing shot of London, all decorated for Christmas.
1: Just the banners of lights between like over the streets, between the buildings. Like I, it's so beautiful. (laughs) It's so beautiful.
2: It's beautiful. And the old buildings add the like Dickensian charm to it, right? Absolutely.
1: Did you go to london when when you lived over there? Were you ever in London at Christmas
2: time? I was in London when it was decorated for Christmas. I just came home for Christmas. So I was in London like early December. but yeah, yeah. i've been I've been in London. It's beautiful oh. it it is beautiful I, as much as I love my New York at Christmas. New York is like the Scrooge version of Christmas, right? This is like a Christmas Carol version of Christmas, but <laughs> two different kinds of beautiful it's and very um. True. We get Hannah Waddingham arriving at the theater, the London Coliseum, and she's wearing like this gorgeous white robe and...
1: Oh my gosh, with that hood.
2: <laughs> with the hood.
1: Lined. Oh,
2: gorgeous. Yeah, really. So and she is gorgeous herself. Close she is up. gorgeous. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, she looks, yeah, the white robe made me think of like, oh, Ghost of Christmas Past or something. Like... <laughs> yeah, I can totally see it. I mean, the whole but, thing
1: reeks of like an old, um,
2: well, those old like variety show,
1: right? Variety show. So I like that it kept that,
2: which it looks like they were going for and yeah. they knocked it out of the park. And not to, you know, give away what well, I'm gonna, how much I love this special way off the bat, but if TV channels or streamers can do more of this, of this quality with like. Actors and actresses, like I'm all in. Bring back the variety show. It's just fun. Yeah. But uh, yeah, she walks into the London Coliseum and takes off her robe and she's in this beautiful golden sequin dress and goes right Excellent. into what Christmas means to me. <laughs> and the theater is gorgeously decorated. There are Christmas trees, Christmas gifts, stars and lights, and garland and snow and christmas baubles and candy canes and everything and Mm -hmm. oh it's delightful
1: yeah and it's it's rich deep reds deep emeralds um it's so the only other variety show we've covered on here is um the
2: john legend
1: john legend so i don't remember what it was called was it just the john legend variety show that doesn't sound right anyway i forget
2: what it's called but yeah
1: the chrissy tegan john legend property um and it wasn't rich so this one felt very different than that one to me like that the one co- was fine but this one is like a whole the color experience. Pop. yeah it is it is a production they put a lot of money into that set
2: there is off. there is no uh Zack Snyder gray filter over this.
1: <laughs> not, <laughs> and, not even a little.
2: And to your point, yes, they put a lot of money into it, despite the joke that's made later on where uh Nate from Ted Lasso tells her that she blew the budget on the dress. <laughs> 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 but yeah, like during what what did you think of the whole what Christmas means to me number?
1: It was great. None of these, all of these numbers worked for me, by the way. Like I have nothing negative to say about any of them. Um it was fabulous. She's, I can't look away from her. She's completely magnetic. And when she's singing, like, you really can't take your eyes. So there were people dancing, and I didn't look at any of them. No, <laughs> I was like looking at her the whole time.
2: I agree. But just for our listeners, some of the people dancing, a lot of them were the cast of Ted Lasso. So we got. Oh uh phil dunster who plays jamie and brett nope brett goldstein wasn't here yet uh we got brendan hunt <laughs> who plays coach beard we got nick Mohammed, who plays nate and we got um uh, what's his name james lance who plays trent crim um so it's good seeing them all um i like when TV casts are close and obviously this one must be close if they all agreed to come and do this special with her
1: yeah That was neat. I had to Google a lot of these, like a few of them I recognized just from, again, the single episode of Ted Lasso that I've, or the one or two, how many Christmas episodes were there?
2: It was just a perfect one. one.
1: Just the perfect one. Exactly. (laughs) Uh, So some of them she'd say a name and I'd be like, oh, okay, let me Google that one. (laughs) And I'd be like, oh, Ted Lasso. Perfect. Love it. Um, But yeah, anybody that is a Ted Lasso fan like that would really elevate this experience,
2: I think, mm-hmm. oh yeah. well, that's what got me excited for it to begin with that got mm-hmm. me hyped, but after watching it, I can safely say even if I wasn't a Ted Lasso fan, you can enjoy this just on a production musical Christmas level. and yeah, yes, hundred percent um but despite so many cast members from Ted Lasso being here, Jason Sudeckis is conspicuously absent as is brett goldstein and Mm -hmm. as is juno temple so like Mm -hmm. three of our main stars are just gone and that Mm -hmm. made me sad but same (laughs) after uh this number we get the magical title card of red and gold saying hannah wanningham's home for christmas and then uh we cut back to the theater where she rises up from below stage to round of applause from the house is going wild for her as they should yes Yes. and one thing i noted besides how funny she was because she actually is quite funny during this yeah like to your point she has such presence
1: yes Mm -hmm. just like such presence i think that was like my favorite part of the whole thing is you don't have a weak lead I don't think a variety show succeeds when you have a weak lead, right? Because you lose interest. Mm-hmm. And I like—I never lost interest, yeah, at all. Because she kept me engaged the entire time.
2: Same, and it's very well written. Like sometimes these variety shows spend too long on the jokes and the skits between the songs, and this one, right? They never overstay their welcome.
1: Right, right, and you get the sense that some of this she may not have ad libbed a single word in this entire special. But she's so casual with the way that she delivers it that there are times when you're like, I bet she just threw that in there, <laughs> you know? Like she has the mm-hmm. com- she has the comedic chops to be able to just play a crowd like that, or maybe it's the theater chops, or it's probably both.
2: Probably um, both, because
1: yeah, she's comfortable on that stage for sure,
2: for sure. And even if she didn't, ad- if she didn't add that lib anything, it just shows what great a- great actress she is. Yes, that comes across so natural. But after this first song, she talks a little bit about about home. You know, home for her is all these people. She's surrounded by people she considers family. Uh, she makes a joke that there are people here from a little show about dragons from Game of Thrones <laughs> and a little show about soccer, which she quickly corrects to football because they're in England. <laughs> I like
1: that. <laughs> Big cheers talk- when she did that. So.
2: <laughs> yes. Yep. Ted Lasso, by the way, is definitely more popular in America, but it's finding its audience now in England, because more of my England friends, I notice, are watching it now and loving it. So I'm glad it's finding that audience over there. Yeah. Yeah. She talks about about, a bit about musical theater, too, how Mm -hmm. everyone who does musical theater, uh, they have tap shoes, bunions, and so many gay friends after working (laughs) in it for so long, which that was really funny. Yeah. And uh, that's when she welcomes the London's gay men's chorus, who are fantastic. They're all a cappella and they sing, We wish you a Merry Christmas. Yeah. It's so good. It was so good.
1: And there was scattered throughout the whole theater, which is just so cool. It was a really neat effect. And it was cool that it wasn't just focused on the stage the entire time, which it totally could have been, but you see lots of shots of the crowd reacting, but also like the entire facility, the whole theater. Um, it's a gorgeous theater it is a gorgeous theater it's like how new york is always a character in its own movies Um the theater felt like a character
2: like decorate for christmas aside because the decorations are beautiful i'd love to just tour this theater on an average day like the Absolutely. old architecture yeah but yeah she makes a funny joke too about how uh she has the uh, gay men's choir follow her around and sing to reassure her all throughout the day <laughs> which is really funny <laughs> But then we are led into our second song, The Man with the Bag, which, Mm -hmm. again, so good. And again, the Ted Lasso backup dancers are in this, and they have, like, candy cane canes as props. (laughs) And... It was funny. It was so funny. So funny. And we get Nick Muhammad, who plays Nate. He does some wire work here. He's pulled into the air with Santa's bag, which is very cute. (laughs) And he gets stuck up there (laughs) they forget they forget in quotes to lower him at the end of the song uh he asks hannah to get him down and she says he's up there it's his own fault he wanted to show off and get his own moment and now he's stuck up there (laughs) she she says you've quite literally been hoisted by your own petard (laughs) but yeah it was beautiful Mm -hmm. and then we get an american guest singer here who are who do we welcome to sing with her Please come home for Christmas.
1: Leslie Odom Jr.
2: From Hamilton.
1: That's right. It was beautiful. It was a great duet. Yep.
2: Slowed they things down a really, bit.
1: Really good together. It was intimate.
2: It was very intimate. And they were both amazing. Like give them a Broadway show starring the two of them. I'd be I there mean, opening night. <laughs> yeah.
1: I mean, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I prefer this Leslie Odom to uh, Exorcist. Leslie Odom, which I didn't even see, but having it explained to me, I can tell you, I already prefer this Leslie Odom.
2: (laughs) And if you want to hear about that Leslie Odom, check out our Patreon. That's right. (laughs) Uh, I also prefer him to. Well, no, Hamilton's amazing, but he played a villain in Hamilton. He was Aaron Burr.
1: Yeah, yeah, I I like I like his non-villain persona as well.
2: (laughs) Yeah, exactly. So after the song Hannah goes talks a little bit about her personal life about her how her mom Melody has been in like the opera for 30 years so I'm sorry that's the
1: cutest thing ever that her mom's name is Melody M E L O D I E how sweet is
2: that She I, guess. I get, she kind of had her uh, career preordained for her with her <laughs> right? name like right. but uh no wonder Hannah can sing with a mother who's been doing opera for 30 years but um, yep. she goes on that this theater they're in has been her home. She used to sit in the box that her mom is now watching her from with her eight-year-old daughter, which I loved that. Like, I just. Yeah. That was so sweet. And um, she dedicates the next song to them. And it's one of your favorite Christmas songs and one of my favorite Christmas songs. Oh, Holy Night. Yes, it is. It was beautiful. It was so beautiful. beautiful. And. That's one of the harder Christmas songs to do, just in terms of range yeah. of vocals and
1: Yeah. Yeah, and she's got some range. Man, does she have range?
2: She can go low, and then as we see, especially in that last song, she can go like oh super gosh. ridiculously high. And yeah. We've been saying <laughs> it for all the songs so far, but she nails it. I mean, you could just copy yeah. a piece of her every song. Like, she doesn't yeah. miss a beat.
1: No, there are no stinkers in this one
2: at no. all. Now, would you add these songs to your playlist, like her versions? Would you listen yes. to the soundtrack? Yeah.
1: I would. Yeah. yeah, I'll put this in my Christmas rotation for sure. My Apple Christmas playlist, this one's going in it.
2: Awesome. Yeah. I love that. That makes me very yeah. happy.
1: It's so good.
2: But yeah, I love that she dedicated this song to her mother and her daughter. You could tell she got a little emotional during the song, too.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And her dad uh, was there, too. They were so cute together
2: yeah (laughs) and then it's after this song she decides to go for a costume change and a very large whiskey and i love that we get like the backstage stuff with her as well and yeah anybody who's been backstage in any theater knows dressing rooms are just like the shabbiest thing but not (laughs) these dressing rooms no it's pretty
1: posh it's not huge but it is just beautifully decorated
2: yeah as well decorated as the stage which is crazy (laughs) And as she's drinking whiskey and looking in the mirror, Juno Temple, who, of course, plays (laughs) Keeley Jones on Tablasso, pops up in the mirror and scares her. She says, I'm your Christmas miracle. (laughs) And that made me laugh. I love Juno Temple. I love her character in Uh Tablasso. I love the relationship with Hannah Waddingham's character in (laughs) Tablasso. So it was great to see her briefly because she's technically not allowed to be in the theater. Why not, Julia?
1: because she had what did she see madam butterfly some years ago and was just singing along like that's okay right and she tried to hit the high note and uh hannah waddington's response you don't sing along to opera and she's like well i know that now
2: <laughs> and she ended up getting banned from life <laughs> for life <laughs> <laughs> which is hilarious because of course security comes in and drags her away and rather than hannah saying oh no she could stay she's like i love you and doesn't <laughs> and doesn't help her <laughs> hannah goes back out now in a beautiful red like velvety oh, looking dress
1: this one was my favorite dress i think
2: that's what i was about to ask you which one this one
1: yeah i think this one was my favorite i mean none of them are amiss by the way but this one was like fun and elegant at the same time. Um. Yeah. Like when you look at things, at least as a woman, I do this. If I see beautiful dresses and stuff, I usually wage it by would I wear that or would I not? Right. Is that like my style or not my style? And this one is the one that I'm like, I would pick that off the rack if I had my option of all three.
2: As a man, I weigh it. Will the red dress or the gold dress look better on my bedroom floor?
1: <laughs> right.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I
1: tell you what, you're not you're not dropping those dresses on any floors. They are immediately no. hung up to protect them at all costs.
2: <laughs> Probably more than most people's mortgages, honestly.
1: <laughs> Especially that gold one. Ooh, she's fancy. <laughs>
2: But yeah, she looks fantastic. She calls it her Christmas casual look, which made me laugh. (laughs) And then she she gets ready to introduce her next guest, because according to producers, it's a stunning blonde with killer vocals. And she makes a joke (laughs) like, well, who am I performing with? Um, (laughs) But it turns out to be somebody... She saw in Eurovision when she hosted Eurovision. Now, you know what Eurovision is, right? The big. I
1: don't. I mean, I've seen this guy. I-, I didn't know where he had come from, but I don't know what Eurovision is.
2: Eurovision is like, imagine American Idol, but for all of Europe. It's a once-a-year competition where musical acts from, you get a musical act from each country, and they all go against one another to find oh, out. Oh, man. It's huge over there. Like, my friends okay. in England like, make a huge parties and everything
1: oh that's fun
2: so yeah so the guy is from Eurovision it's Sam Ryder and together they rock out to Run Run Rudolph and A I love this song but B I love how they arranged this song
1: yes it was a great arrangement um and it's the first time she's kind of stepping out of the more traditional or jazzy you know uh ask songs she's done in the special up until this point and this one like really she's like rocking out and it's fun to watch her obviously i'll keep saying <laughs> that um but like it, it's arranged so well and they sound so good together like it's not just two artists that they're throwing together it it doesn't feel like that and it doesn't sound like that
2: you could tell they put a lot of effort into this and did a yeah. lot of rehearsing and they jive well together yeah so I'm glad you liked this version because for some reason, I don't see you being a fan of the song in general, like just like in general.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah. And it's, I don't ever gravitate towards it, but I'm never disappointed when it comes up in my mix. Okay. And it's in so many Christmas movies, you know, mm-hmm. as like the action song for the action scene that I've got nostalgia for it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Well, another song that's in a lot of Christmas movies for the party scenes is Christmas and Hollis, but people don't seem to have nostalgia for that one. <laughs> oh, man, if they make a sequel to this, Hannah Waddingham, if you're listening, get that oh. one on the track list. Oh. because We don't have a version Julia loves then, if this one is anything <laughs> to go definitely by. definitely would. <laughs> but yeah, again, this Rocky, she can rock out as well as she can sing yeah. the classic stuff. And uh, when this song ends, she asks the audience if they're feel. she says she's feeling quite Christmassy, are you? And at home, I'm just like, hell yes, I am. I feel really yeah. Christmassy watching this special.
1: I mean, I had just like a big dumb smile on my face for like the entire 44 minute run. And by the way, special.
2: we've watched torturous stuff that's <laughs> very short, that feels yeah. 50 times longer than it is. And this special went by in like the blink of an eye. It really did. Um, did you watch this with anyone? Like any of the kids come in or go?
1: No, just me. I mean, Marty was sort of in and out when I was watching it and and he he doesn't love stuff like this. That's what I was about to say. Um, it's not
2: really his type of thing, right?
1: It's not, but he was like, She can sing. Mm-hmm. And then he started asking questions like, so who is she? <laughs> I was like, She's on Ted Lasso, like that's what she's known for. So
2: which, it's by funny, the way, I, I think you and Marty it. would love that show. So that know, should be like the next list. show you we guys watch.
1: We can't watch it with kids around. Well, with Jude around or Gabe around, language.
2: Yeah, it's, it really is only language because there's not yeah. like a. Because it is really a feel good show. If they didn't have the f bombs, they could definitely watch it. Yeah, but um, you and Marty both would love it. So. Yeah. Would the kids like it though? Like would Ethan and Hannah like this show if they- I think so. Yeah.
1: I've told Ethan just by virtue of the Christmas episode alone. I'm like, you should watch this. You should watch Ted Lasso.
2: Well, Ted Lasso, so I meant this special. Would they sit down and watch it? If they sat down and watched um, it, would they like it?
1: Ethan would probably take it or leave it. Although he would enjoy the music uh, filtering in the background. I don't know that it's not really his jam- to like sit and watch it but hannah probably would sit and watch it
2: Hmm. well i mean we'll ask at the end of this if it's going in your christmas canon but maybe hannah will get an opportunity to watch it in the future with you (laughs) sometimes so next up hannah introduces scott baker and patrick davey i think she called them the fabulous lounge singers is that right
1: i think so or lounge swingers
2: maybe it's swingers
1: okay if something catchy i was not familiar with them and i didn't know if i Me was either. supposed to be i don't um, know them but she mentioned them being close friends uh, for quite some time like she's
2: been friends with these guys for a while thanks to the magic of google it is the fabulous lounge swingers you are correct
1: <laughs> thanks google
2: <laughs> yes but you're right she mentions that she's been close friends with them and that christmas with them usually involves bottles of wine and embarrassing themselves so why it's break like the that. habit <laughs> but uh before they can break into song phil dunster from ted lasso who plays jamie uh on that show he's uh kind of causing a little commotion in the audience trying to get back to his seat <laughs> which that made me laugh that was funny yeah <laughs> and uh hannah Waddingham calls him out and then says come on stage and uh mm-hmm. along with her and the fabulous lounge swingers they sing have yourself a merry little christmas
1: so do we ever hear him sing in Ted Lasso? Like, do we know this guy can sing?
2: I had no idea he could sing. Okay.
1: He has a really nice voice.
2: He did. I was very surprised.
1: Mm-hmm. Same.
2: I mean, again, uh, we keep saying that, but everyone featured on the special had a really nice voice. Yes. And then Hannah had the incredible voice.
1: That's right. Just kind of above <laughs> and beyond.
2: <laughs> so after this number, Hannah feigns a headache. And feels another costume change coming on. <laughs> she jokes at the audience. You didn't think I'd only have two, did you? <laughs> and then backstage, uh, she runs into Brendan Hunt, who plays Coach Beard, Ted Lasso's like second in command on the show. And he gives her flowers and asks if they can figure out a way to do a duet together. Hannah <laughs> <laughs> says the show will run too long, but yes, you could do something for me. You could put these flowers in a vase and he's like while singing and she's like yeah that's it do that and he goes off to do that while singing to himself it's just a funny (laughs) little bit it is and i love that actor and character telling you one day he's gonna play um in whatever movie they make about trump he's gonna play the special counsel jack smith because he looks exactly like him they on all the uh, MSNBC and CNN shows, they always joke that he looks like Coach Beard from Ted Lasso whenever he oh, comes so up. <laughs> that is so funny. So in Hannah's dressing room, she's kind of had like she doesn't think she can go back on stage because her she thinks she strained her pipes. So I think that was it.
1: Yeah yeah it's like it's so much like she's done so much already and how is she gonna make through
2: the rest of the show and then she hears a disembodied voice and it turns out <laughs> Brett goldstein aka Roy kent himself is but lounging. she's like
1: uh, what does she call him father Christ- she th- she thinks he's father christmas, <laughs> father christmas.
2: yeah <laughs> and, like, he's, where's that coming from? and he's just in a hot tub shirtless drinking <laughs> <laughs> and uh <laughs> You know, he's like, you're doing so great. Why are you worried to go back out there? She's she's worried to melt the audience's faces with the killer vocals that she's been giving all night. And I love that. I love that there's no false modesty. She knows she's freaking good.
1: (laughs) Well, and then she says, and you know how... How human skulls scare me. And he's like, I do. It's the first thing you told me.
2: Yeah, and he says, don't worry. Which I don't know if
1: that's true on the show. I would hope it is actually something that was on Ted Blasso. But if it's not, it's still (laughs) super funny.
2: (laughs) It's still super funny. I don't know. I have to watch that show after the holidays. (laughs) Um, But (laughs) I love his response, too. He's like, don't worry. You're not going to melt their faces. Just their heart. (laughs) (laughs) and then he invites her to the hot tub for a drink with him and uh while we get the punky shirtless guy she stays in her dress unfortunately in the hot tub (laughs) and they share a glass of champagne together after gargling it and wish each other right is that a thing they did too i don't think so
1: Okay. But watch all the Ted
2: Lasso fans like Matt Yurick and everyone come in I know
1: <laughs> this is the non-Ted Lasso <laughs> watcher going is that an easter egg or not I didn't know still enjoyed it but
2: yep Um. so as they're drinking and relaxing together Brett asks her who's on stage right now and she kind of panics and realizes oh crap I'm supposed to be back on stage so she asks <laughs> her to hold her a drink and she ends up appearing back on stage in now a gorgeous white dress So another costume change.
1: Oh, fabulous. Again, so beautiful.
2: Yep. While on stage, she laments that she asked Father Christmas for a gorgeous Hollywood leading man to sing a duet with her. (laughs) At which point, who comes out, Julia?
1: Gaston comes out. (laughs) Gaston, Mr. Luke Luke
2: Evans.
1: Evans. I love Luke Evans so much.
2: They sing Winter Wonderland, which, Mm -hmm. again, an incredible arrangement hmm and apparently they've known each other for 20 years too from what they were saying to one another and i love it because she asked did you ever dream you'd be on a stage like this and he says yep she's like yeah i did too <laughs>
1: <laughs> we get some like dancing from them also which this dress that she's in is just built for twirling so that mm-hmm. made me very happy
2: yeah it was great and I always forgot and I knew he had a theater background and could sing because I looked that up when he was cast as Gaston, but I always forget because he's in so many Hollywood movies now.
1: Right. Right. I mean, I knew him first like in Lord of the Rings and stuff like that before right. I got to yeah. uh before I got to Gaston. And when he was cast as Gaston, I'm like, no. And mm-hmm.
2: then you watch
1: and you're like, holy crap he can really sing and then you go down the imdb rabbit hole where you're like oh he's always sung Hmm."
2: yep but yeah after this song winter wonderland hannah thanks the audience audience she says it's been a dream she believes would never come true and she thanks everyone for the experience it's been incredible and uh you know this is always the fake part of the night where you always have one last song in you her. and she calls them all demanding but she admits she has one last one since it's <laughs> christmas and uh yeah. she breaks out into the it's the most wonderful time of the year with dancers mm-hmm. waltzing behind her and snow falling on stage and you have all the guests uh, song all, guest stars who had been throughout the special come on stage too and mm-hmm. nate is still up on the wire throwing <laughs> snow from bag, which is funny and my god i was blown away by that final note in the song Uh,
1: just i don't know how i really don't know how the human voice can do that and yet it does there are very few of them probably do hers does like this is where
2: this last note was like your typical opera note like her mom probably taught her like it was incredible like yep
1: Yeah. And I love it. I want to be in a theater sometime when it snows. You know, like we see this in movies and like we see this on specials like this one because it's not just snowing on stage, like the whole theater has snow coming down in there. And that just seems like the most magical effect ever. And I would just really like to be in that place. I want to go to there.
2: Well, Julia, if you and Marty and the Colburn family come to New York and we get, like, good seats at the Radio City Christmas Spectacular, it does, does snow, it snow? The At least, like, toward the front part of the theater. So, yes.
1: Dang.
2: So, yeah. You and Marty, book that trip.
1: That list is growing on all the reasons we need to come.
2: You guys only need one reason, it's to meet it
1: me. It is, you're the top reason. <laughs> like, like, fully understand.
2: And tell Marty <laughs> if the reason he's hesitating is because I've threatened to hug him, I will hold off on the hug if it gets you guys out here. <laughs>
1: he's not a non-hugger.
2: <laughs> I, tell him I will always make sure like If you have to use the restroom, that's Sarah or someone is there, too, so it's not just awkward conversation, like one-on-one.
1: <laughs> that's really what he's concerned
2: about. <laughs> I'll always make sure there's a third person there. I, he's not... I love it. It's like the,
1: <laughs> the biggest kindness you can do <laughs> for him.
2: <laughs> Honestly, I joke, but I do get stressed about that, too. Mm.
1: Same, uh, same.
2: <laughs> so Hannah finishes the song, says, thank you. Merry Christmas, my friends. Thank you so much. Merry Christmas. And she looks, like, overjoyed and emotional, oh, and I yeah. love it. And yeah, Me too. I really wish, like, I remember when they were filming this earlier this year, they were looking for, like, I don't know, I must have been from my time in England. I still get emails from theaters and stuff over there. They're just looking for people to fill the crowd, and I was like, I wish I could go over
1: and do that. What an experience that would have been?
2: <laughs> right? Yeah. But she looks, she's beaming, and she's overjoyed, and that's exactly how I felt, too, at the end of this. I was like, Same. Best forty five minutes I've spent in a long time. Yeah, um, same. Yeah, but I only had one disappointment. Jason Sudeikis, Mr. Ted Lasso himself, didn't show up.
1: Yeah, that that felt like a miss. I was like, oh, I mean, I wasn't I wasn't too bummed, right? Because the the special is phenomenal, but it would have really been nice seeing on the cake.
2: It really would have been.
1: We do get to see her in the fabulous hood again.
2: We do. She's leaving the theater in that gorgeous white hood. She gets into a car waiting for her, and who's the driver, Julia?
1: Jason Sudeikis. I Ted was Lasso. so
2: I was so <laughs> happy he showed up right at the very end that they he In could do a little
1: like pageboy hat.
2: Yep, I was glad he made the time to do be part of it at least. Same, <laughs> and he calls her Hannah Poppins, which I love.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and,
2: she, and she says take me home Jeeves." and he jokes he doesn't know how to drive on that side of the road just, <laughs> oh give it a try what's the worst that can happen and he makes some kind of joke about bo- the bobbies like right. right but uh but as they drive off they sing jingle bells together and we get one last gorgeous shot of london mm. and then oh, the special uh, the special end and i was like i want to put this on again right away chef's kiss it was so good it was Dare I say perfect. There's not one thing about it I would change.
1: No, I mean same. Like every every musical number was great. Um, and I'm usually annoyed. So <laughs> I think I'm picky when it comes to musical numbers. I'm not sure. But like every single one was perfect. She was the perfect host. Like you said, the comedic part, the comedic parts lasted just as long as they needed to, right? It's like an appetizer. Um and I just my only regret is not having the Ted Lasso knowledge that I have to really be sitting in that space and to be wowed by the people that were coming on screen and being like, oh, my gosh. I mean, because mm-hmm. because I think true fans would have that experience with it.
2: Yeah, for sure. My one nitpick is I do wish we got like a full song and dance number with Jason Sudeikis. But I am glad yeah. you showed up at the end. <laughs> <laughs> That would have been nice, <laughs> but yeah. Other than that, I have no notes. It put me right in the Christmas mood. I'm yep. definitely adding this to my Christmas canon. I will watch this again for sure. Yeah,
1: I will uh, put this one on too.
2: I'll watch this again before the season's out this year. Same, um,
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> but it will definitely go on my annual rotation too. I mean, Linus moment I didn't have a Linus moment, but the whole thing felt Christmassy, so I can excuse. Yeah, it.
1: variety shows get a pass on that one. They don't need it.
2: Yep so since we did away with our traditional list what kind of sugar cookie would you give this julia
1: i mean this one is like the thick cut sugar cookie with like the best buttercream icing on it uh, only the sprinkles that are super cute but also soft so they don't break your teeth and like a two of them like two mm-hmm. of those cookies is what yeah. i'm seeing
2: yeah agreed there's this place in the mall by us that does i've what is it called? The Great American Cookie? It's a chain. You oh, out there? Yeah. Where they, the, where they do their cookie <laughs> sandwiches with the frosting the in the middle. Double, the yeah. double doozy. That, yeah. So <laughs> oh, th- this is a full on yes. double doozy with the sugar cookies oh. with all the trimmings. It was perfect.
1: Love it. Perfection.
2: And honestly, listeners, if you have not seen it yet, whether or not you are a Ted Lasso fan, if you. Mm-hmm are listening to our show on a regular you love christmas you will not be disappointed with this special
1: Mm-hmm. dispels you with joy yeah
2: absolutely oh
0: holy night the stars are brightly shining it is the night of a dear savior's birth Long lay the world in sin and error pining till he appeared, and the soul felt its worth. The thrill.
2: So Julia, where can listeners tell us how much they love this special? Because I know we're not going to get any (laughs) negative feedback because they will be blocked from the group.
1: (laughs) Yeah, all feedback if you want to get to any of the places where we take feedback and other awesome information, like our websites, just link tree slash tis the podcast. Um, and that takes you to um, other places. You can download the podcast at, it takes you to our website, but let's be real. It gets you to our Facebook group, which is just hopping this time of year. Um, yeah. And that's where we just have a ton of engagement with them, um, with all of our friends of the podcast.
2: Yeah, absolutely. And you'll talk to some fantastic people there besides us and not just uh, other podcast hosts too, like Mike Westfall or Jerry D. You'll talk to awesome listeners you hear us talk about all the time, like Stephen Beach, a.k.a. Disco 54, who's like Mm -hmm. Mr. Christmas, uh, Rebecca Watt, um, so many of our regulars who are just make me happy every day I Mm -hmm. interact with them. So check it out. And it will also take us to our Patreon, where for as little as $1 per month, you can get bonus content. For Thanksgiving, we dropped an episode that I did with Jody and Chuck, CM Chuck, um, covering the Seinfeld Thanksgiving episode, the Mom and Pop store. Um, And then me, Tom, and Julia did an episode covering Tower Heist, which has some of the most fantastic (laughs) behind-the-scenes stories you will ever hear for a movie ever. So definitely (laughs) worth listening to that episode. And me and Julia started this year around Halloween, Tis of Ruined podcast, where I walk her through (laughs) the plot of a horror movie and she tries to guess the twists and turns along the way. And that is something we will definitely keep going all throughout next year, not just spooky season. That was So, so fun. It is so fun. So check it out dollar per month tons of bonus content next week we are welcoming our friend matt spaulding of north pole radio mr santa claus himself onto the show to cover disney Plus's the naughty nine um starring danny glover as santa claus <laughs> and then the week after that first time this year way too late in the year to be welcoming her back for the first time but og listener Charlene lewis will be joining us Oh, charlin
1: i'm to excited talk.
2: i am too To talk Candy Cane Lane, the Amazon Prime original starring Eddie Murphy, which looks like the 12 days of Christmas gets unleashed on a town. So that looks fun. (laughs) So, yeah, tons of great content coming up. The schedule for next year is filling out nicely. So uh, check it out. And Disco 54, Stephen Beach, I do want to point out, you made the joke this year, oh, that we're scraping the bottom of the barrel for like the first half of the year before we get to the good stuff. (laughs) not this upcoming year my friend this upcoming year has a lot of good stuff throughout so (laughs) get excited i'm excited i am too you know what i why i'm excited as well we only have 672 hours until christmas
1: that's 28 days
2: that's four weeks it's one month oh i am not prepared
1: i'm not ready
2: yeah this is the time of year things can slow down not just because we don't want it to be over but also because we're just not ready
1: right like there's not enough hours in the day
2: there's way too much to do
1: but we are we are enjoying it
2: we are enjoying it this year you mentioned it last week i think this year has felt very much more christmasy than last year did
1: it's been true for me i'm really yep. embracing it
2: good julia this is so fun it's always so fun it is always so fun. Tom, we miss you, but I hope you're having the best time with your family in Texas. <laughs> and uh, we'll talk to you all next week, guys. Bye.
0: Bye. It's the most wonderful time of the year. With the kids jingle belling and everyone telling you, be a good cheer. friends come to call